Welcome to Not The Only One. I'm Sarah Jerome, your host and high school youth minister here at St. Matthew Catholic Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. This podcast explores our Catholic faith and is here to remind you that when you have questions, you're not the only one. Welcome back to our fourth episode of Teen Testimony. Today, I am with junior Hallie Patrick, and we will be discussing the power of prayer. Hallie, welcome. Hi, I'm so glad to be here. We're so excited to have you. I'm, this is just such an amazing opportunity. I'm so glad that I was actually able to do this. Yeah. Well, you're on Not the Only One, and you're not the only one. I'm not. There's a lot of people in this room. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me, what's going on with your life? Um, I mean, junior year, you know, a lot of stuff going on. Um, right now I feel like what's taking up a lot of my time is like, I'm directing this play, um, 12 Angry Women for the Charlotte Catholic. Isn't there a play called 12 Angry Men? It's actually an Emmy award winning movie. Oh yeah, my but we're doing a play version. I directed it. Awesome. But it's going to be 12 Angry Women. Yeah. So the cast is all women. So we had to change it all like to 12 Angry Women, but it's actually really good. I'm cool. really excited. And when is it going to come out? Um, the 14th and 15th actually. Yeah. Of this month? Yeah. Of this month. Oh my gosh. Do you guys sell tickets or is it anybody can attend? We sell tickets, but anybody that like attends CCHS can go in for free. All right. That's yeah. good to know. Yeah. I'm going to have to get my ticket now. Yes. <laughs> um, so you're working on this play. School's good. Life's pretty good. I would say so. Yeah. And where do you see God at work in your life right now? Um, I would say I see God working in my life through the different opportunities that I've been given throughout this year specifically. Like, I just feel like I've been doing a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff have been coming my way that I've been able to do, like the student-directed play. Um, I started my own club for um, the black student body at Charlotte Catholic. Like, that was an amazing opportunity. Executive secretary, like, this is just a lot of stuff. And I really feel like God has put me in these situations for a reason. And I really, I love that he did that for me. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, Tell me more about your club. Um, Yeah, so we're actually called the Achievers Club. it's for the black student body in Charlotte Catholic because there's just, I feel like there's so little of us and we all know each other. So I I just wanted to create like a safe space for us to all come together, talk to each other, just even if it's just like, dude, like this happened today, like just something where we can all be together as one and support in each our other. Own space. Yeah, supporting each other. Oh, I love that. <laughs> um, so God's presenting you all these different opportunities. Um, What's your relationship with God like? Um, I would say right now I feel like my relationship with God has been pretty steady. I feel like in the past it's been a little bit rocky, but I've been getting back more into like um, volunteering within the church, um, lecturing, Eucharistic minister, going life teen. Like it's just I've been trying to get more involved in my faith and do more stuff. So I'd say I feel like my relationship with God is pretty, it's pretty good right now. Pretty good. That's good. Yeah, we're we chilling. love that. Love to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> You're chilling with them. Yeah. Um, so we've talked about this kind of like briefly before, but like, you know, with prayer life, have you ever prayed so hard for something and then God answered your prayer? Yeah. Um, one thing that 
um, really comes to mind. Like, it was a really big thing where I felt God impacted my life and really heard my prayers was when I was in fourth grade, I went to St. Matt's. We had Wednesday Mass, and I was in the choir, and it was um, after Eucharist, and we had time to pray. And my grandpa was really sick at the time. Um, He was kind of suffering a little bit, so I remember visiting him a couple times with my dad, and I just prayed that day in church, and I was like, God, like, I love, I love my grandpa, but I don't want to see him go through this. I don't want to see him suffer. It's just, it's too much for him. It's too much for me. It's too much for my dad. I know that he doesn't want to see this. We don't want to see this. Just please, if you think that he's suffering, please take him and please do good by him. And later that day, he actually passed away. Oh my gosh. So you remember this specific instance, um, and that's something very powerful to share. So thank you for sharing. Yeah, of um, course. At what grade were you in? I was in fourth grade. I was pretty early in my life. Mom's dad or dad's dad? Dad's dad. Um, he had been like a really big part of my life. He lived around the area. So he was like over at our houses a couple of times. Like he was put into... Um, I don't really want to say a home, but a home where, like, nurses could take care of him because he had, like, memory problems a little bit. So it just, it got a lot for us to take care of him. So we had other people go and take care of him. Yeah, and that's a lot. I mean, to be in fourth grade, you said, um, and to see your grandpa struggling in this way when you're close with him, that had to have been very difficult. Yeah, um, it was, but I just, I put all my trust into God at that moment. I know that, I knew that he would find a way to do what he planned to do that whatever happened would be through his goodness and his love so did you feel like that was one of the first times that like you really really um wanted God to like answer this prayer or like definitely I feel like I I feel like I prayed really hard like you know when your hands are together like so hard yeah and they're like you're like you're the inside of like your fingers hurt a little bit like I just I prayed so hard that he would stop suffering and that God would help him stop suffering. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's incredible. When you're going through this process of seeing someone else suffer, um, what advice would you have for maybe other teens that might have a sick grandparent or parent and they're trying to figure out, you know, how do I pray something so difficult? I just, I think that, you have to put yourself in a position where would you rather have them be here with you in the pain that they are in or would you have them go somewhere better where they won't be in pain anymore? And it kind of, it takes a little bit of maturity to kind of realize like if you want better than for like, if you want better for them, you have to pray to God so that he can do better by them. Yeah. Through his love. Whatever God's will is, you got to trust that it's, it's the right thing for that person. All about trust. Yeah, it sounds like you place a lot of trust in God, which is such a beautiful thing and something. I place all my trust in God, every single thing. That's beautiful. Yeah. It's it's something that's hard that I think that we all are constantly working on. So just to hear that testament and for you to really know that like this is this is God's will is it's very very it's beautiful. <laughs> I mean, honestly, <laughs> not like a loss for words. Um, do you have any other advice for our listeners? Um, I would say that the answer to 
all your problems, no matter what they may be, is prayer. Um, whatever form that may come through, whatever form of worship you take on, I feel like the answer to every single problem throughout your life would be prayer and to put all your trust in God because he loves you and he's going to do, he's going to do the best for you. So yeah, yeah. it's beautiful. So Hallie, thank you for joining us today. Um, would you mind closing us in prayer? Yeah, of course. Um, I was going to, I wanted to say a Psalm that I've been, I really like, and I've been saying it a lot recently. So in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. amen. He who dwells in the shelter of the most high will abide in the shadow of the almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust, for he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions and under his wings, you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you, for you will only look with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord your dwelling place most high, no evil shall be allowed to befall you, no plague come near your tent, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the adder, the young lion and the serpent, you will trample underfoot. Because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him, and I will protect him because he knows my name. When he calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen.